What do you imagine when you think about university? Maybe it's sleepless nights in the library or the journey to your dream job. Maybe it was, or will be, your first time out of home or something you thought you'd never do. No matter your experience or expectations, there is one thing we all share. I'm Lizzie Jack and this is We Are UOW, a podcast by the University of Wollongong, where we explore the lifelong connections made on the UOW campus, from friends to mentors to marriages. Episode 7, Emily and Clayton. Hi, I'm Clayton McDowell. I'm a mechanical engineer by background, studied here at UOW. My name's Emily McDowell. I studied a Doctor of Philosophy here at UOW. So I currently work at HMAS Albatross in logistics. Emily and Clayton McDowell's love story has been many years in the making. From Clayton's early years in student accommodation to Emily's honours to their first time meeting to their wedding day, their lives have almost been moulded around UOW's innovation campus. When Clayton McDowell was in year 12, he came to visit the University of Wollongong for a school excursion. Coming from a small town in the New South Wales Central West, he was drawn to Wollongong for the study and the lifestyle. Really, it was the engineering. It was the strength of the engineering that UAW actually has to offer. Um, it was also, I come from the country, so it was nice to have a beach. It was beautiful. And like we were in drought for like 10 years at that time. So to come somewhere that's beautiful and green, it was kind of hard to resist. Um, so that's what drew me here. And I've now done three degrees at UAW. I keep on coming back. So. Clayton grew up on a farm in Cowra and he loved working with machinery. Fixing equipment was basically second nature to him, so it made sense to enrol in mechanical engineering. Some of his schoolmates had the same idea to move to the coast, so he and his two friends left the country and headed to Wollongong together. Three of us came here in total, so we ended up with a civil and mining dual degree, um, a computer engineer and myself as a mechanical engineer. So we all ended up on Campus East doing engineering in completely different fields. Moving away from home for the first time is one of the most exciting things you can do as a young person. For Clayton, heading out of the country to a coastal city with his two best mates was the icing on the cake. And to live together at Campus East, UOW's beachside accommodation next to the Innovation Campus was the cherry on top. That was fantastic. (laughs) So I think I was ready. I think we're all ready to kind of leave home. That independence was great. Yeah, that first year on Campus East was 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 great. It was wild. <laughs> it was good fun. Living at Campus East when we first go here was, you know, go and catch um catch the surf for in the morning and go for a swim or whatever and then head into uni or do it in the reverse in the afternoon. We used to swim almost every day. It was great. <laughs> you made a lot of like minded people and just one of the the guy literally on the other side of the wall, my next door neighbour on Campus East, he was one of my groomsmen at my wedding, another engineer that I met in that first year as well who um, we used to hang out with. He was another groomsman as well at, at our wedding. So that friendship that I kind of formed in those, even the first few weeks in Eng 101, it was the first tutorial 
um, the first classes that we kind of made. And because I already had a couple of mates here, that expanded the people that we kind of met. And so we kind of pulled them all together. And literally in week one, our friendship group was formed and we're still good mates. Meanwhile, about 20 minutes down the road was Emily Ryan. Born and raised in Shell Harbour, it made sense for her to enrol in a commerce degree at her local university, the University of Wollongong. And it was just easy because it meant I could live at home, work part-time and, and study as well. So it was just the, the obvious choice and I don't regret it at all either. It was much, much better than travelling up to Sydney every day and being in a real concrete, concrete jungle, really. I enjoyed being somewhere that I could just pop down to the beach after uni or pop into uni after work or between work or whatever it was. So, yeah, that's what brought me here. I actually don't remember my first day at all. I probably got, I know I do, I got lost. I got very lost going, trying to find my class in Building 19. But that's okay, everyone does. I'm pretty sure everyone was late to that class. Uh, definitely wasn't the first time either. But I guess it was just, it was just, the first thing I thought was just how big the campus was and how am I ever going to figure out where I'm going and where I need to be. They had so many different events to welcome you on board. So we had like orientation and they'd take you on tours of where everything is and all the different events you could participate in. And, you know, they had the clubs day, so you found out all the different clubs that you could sign up to. I think I signed up to half a dozen on my first day. I don't know if I actually participated in most of them, but the atmosphere was just, everyone was so excited to be there and, out on the duck pond lawn we had music going and beanbags sitting there so you could just enjoy the sunshine and just sit and get to know people that you you might not have ever talked to before I think like the first Wednesday I was here they had some big event at the uni bar I just met some in class so we both went down together and then they had friends that joined us and then I had friends that joined us and we just ended up with this big group somehow of people you didn't even know but there was everyone was just friendly and wanted to get to know you and so it was really fun and because you knew every time you went in there you might meet someone new Despite all the Unibar hangouts, Emily had actually started a couple of years after Clayton, so the pair went through their undergrads at UOW without ever crossing paths. But their drive to keep studying and their passion for sustainability would lead them to finally meet. It was 2013. Emily was completing her honours in supply chain management and had signed up for the Solar Decathlon, an international competition for university students. The Solar Decathlon sees students from different disciplines design, build and operate a solar-powered house. The competition has been running since 2000, with contests in the US, China, Europe and the Middle East. In 2013, Team UOW entered for the first time. Their net zero water-conserving retrofit of a fibro house was the first retrofit ever to be entered in the Solar Decathlon and their innovation got them first place in China. China was an incredible experience and winning the competition definitely topped that. And then, so I guess I just had such a great time doing it the first time that uh, once I started my PhD and was in, in the sustainable buildings like research area, there was sort of a bit of interest in doing it again. And in a true sliding doors moment, Emily and Clayton had probably crossed paths a bit during this first solar decathlon, with Clayton doing some extra work on it as part of his engineering masters. Yeah, so we almost bumped uh, into each other with the first one, but I was at the time working 
still full-time in the industry. I was doing my master's part-time here. Yeah, I had a bit of pressure from some of the academics on the project to jump on board as well, but I just I didn't have the time. Um, but it did sound great, so that's why I wanted to be a part of the next one. So I didn't know Clayton at all during the first one. I finished that first solo decathlon and I was about to start my honours and Paul Cooper, the academic director from the first solo decathlon team, said, oh, how about you? You do your honours based in uh, sustainable buildings research. And I was like, oh, yeah, sounds good. Um, so I joined the SBRC and then later that year Clayton came along. Yeah, there's actually quite a few of our friends like that as well that were all here at different sort of times and then we ended up meeting at the SBRC and it's just like, you know, we all we could have walked down a corridor and bumped into each other but didn't sort of thing. But, yeah, some of the best friendships we've had have been formed there. So Clayton and Emily are both in the Sustainable Buildings Research Centre, or SBRC, and Emily spots someone. The tall, dark, handsome guy standing in the corner of the room. I was a bit too shy to say anything, so I just ran straight past him, and <laughs> but that was about it. But luckily, the SBRC was a tight-knit workplace with group dinners once a month. All the student staff would come out. We'd, we'd find somewhere in town, go have dinner together. It was a really good chance to meet people, especially we had such an international cohort. So it was really great to, you know, get to know each other, find each other's stories, all that sort of thing. And I guess that's where Clayton and I started getting to know each other as well. Our desk was pretty much a metre and a half between us sort of thing on the other side of the divide. Originally a uh, meal down at Alicil, the local Lebanese restaurant, and my mum was even talking about this the other day, about how I came home chatting about this girl that I'd met at the SBRC. Uh, so I don't, I don't think it was until we had more of these sort of social events that I actually worked up the courage to have a conversation with him. I think the other thing, though, is you, you just assume that every beautiful woman's taken sort of thing already. So, yeah, we sat next to each other that night and we got chatting, and once I got chatting and realised she wasn't, then, yeah... That was good. <laughs> good good news. <laughs> a few weeks later, Clayton finally got the courage to ask Emily out on a date. Our first date took Emily down, picked her up from her, her place and we went down to Berry. Went down there for breakfast and spent a few hours walking through the shops and there and or was lunch actually, sorry. And then that kind of stretched into much longer and we ended up on the beach at Jaroa where we come across a whole bunch of um starfish which never seen starfish in the wild just on all the little crevasses there and then that went on for longer and we ended up at the um, pub at Shell Harbour Um, so we went from a date that started at lunch and ended with dinner. That first date seemed like it would never have to end. They got to keep working together every day their desks right next to each other. In 2018, they travelled to Dubai for UOW's second entry in the Solar Decathlon with their project, the Desert Rose House. Clayton was helping design the house as an engineer while Emily was in charge of logistics. I was the operations manager. My job was to coordinate our team, uh, make sure everyone was in the right place at the right time um, and coordinate a lot of our logistics, so getting the house from here all the way to Dubai, so buying our shipping containers developing all our uh, customs documentation, uh, arranging our shipping and things like that. Judging for the Solar Decathlon is based on 10 criteria, including architecture, construction and sustainability. Some criteria are judged by a panel of jurors, while others like energy and temperature regulation are measured. 
being an engineer, what we always prefer is those measured contests because it's it's data. You know, we can we can measure the how well you've actually done. So, like in Dubai, we had to keep the temperature between twenty three and twenty five degrees. We had to keep the humidity controlled, the CO two, the lighting, um, and so comfort. That's that's a contest we did win in Dubai. And so, yeah, we did quite well in quite a few of the measured contests. But in the end, it's out of a thousand points, and they add that up and they see how you land. So, you know, out of the hundreds and hundreds of institutes across the world that have competed, we're one of the smallest universities to participate, and we stand among like the top five who have actually gone out and and you know performed as well as we did. So we brought nine trophies home with us from Dubai, and we went on to win a whole bunch of awards uh, across Australia here. Um, we were able to compete against big, massive construction companies that we never thought we could ever win a trophy against. And yeah, we, we cleaned up here, so we were very proud of all the stuff we, we achieved. The Desert Rose House came in at second place, just behind the USA's Virginia Tech team. Emily and Clayton had been together for about four years. They were working together, travelling together, all while Emily was completing her PhD. Then, a year later... I just, um, you know, you kind of have that feeling. I knew that this was the girl of my dreams and um, and that I just knew 100% without a doubt that this was it. And so it was five years later, I took her back to that same spot and asked her to marry me. She said yes. Well, she said of course. <laughs> <laughs> I never said yes. <laughs> It was a big full circle moment for Clayton to propose where they had had their first date. What's more is the Illawarra Flame House and the Desert Rose House are both located at the UOW Innovation Campus next to where Clayton once lived at Campus East. Emily managed to secure the Illawarra Flame House, the first project they nearly met working on, to get ready for her wedding day. The house actually gets rented out to people. So, you know, visiting professors or just, you know, I have a friend from the Soul Decathlon who rents it out for a week each year just to come down to Wollong and catch up with all her friends from here. I was talking to her. She was actually going to stay in it during the wedding and I was like, oh, actually, you know what, that'd be a really nice place to get ready because, you know, it's got some really nice unique features to it. And so I just thought, yeah, why not? So we're getting married in Wollongong. Let's, let's get ready here. So it just worked out perfectly and... It was pretty easy to do. (laughs) You've both experienced Wollongong and the university, you know, through different perspectives, I suppose, as undergrads and postgrads and doing PhDs. And you've also both worked as teachers at the uni. So what what were some of the highlights for you as a student? Living at Campus East, we got up to some mischief, that's for sure. Uh, But it was really good, like... It was full of life. It was vibrant. I loved yeah, market days on Wednesdays and um, cocktail hour at the Univar. And, um, yeah, it was just it was very vibrant. Um, it's not as fancy as it is now. Like, we didn't have anywhere near the sort of buildings like the library and the makerspace. There's lots of great opportunities now that we didn't have. Um, but it was still good, and we, we made do with what we what we had and... But yeah, it's, there's lots of natural things around here as well that you can tap into, whether it be the beach or the mountains or anything, and there's always someone that um, wants to go and do something. Clubs as well, so we started our own club. We started a homebrew club here with the quite a few of us. We were the fastest-growing club on campus for a while there, and that was great. We uh, hosted a few events at the uni bar, and yeah, it was fantastic. I loved every minute of it. 
you know, there's obviously those weeks where you're like, oh, geez, I'm loaded with assignments and exams or whatever. But you know that as soon as you've, you've got that finished and you've got the support there anyway, but once you're done, um, there's going to be a big celebration with everyone. So, yeah. And the music. And the music was great here at, on campus and, yeah, even just at the, the local bars and stuff. You can't go wrong with North Gong and places like that. Or even just, like, the Battle of the Bands and stuff like here, or just, like, the local bands that get started at uni here. Like, that was always good fun to come in and see just some of the gigs. I still love it. It's still nice coming back. I mean, I we came down last week, I guess, for the first time I'd been on campus for probably 18 months, I would say, and... It's still just that place where it's comfortable. You look at you look at you know the library and you remember something that happened there, or you look at the duck pond lawn and you remember some sort of event that happened there, or someone that you met there, or you know I, I can walk around the innovation campus and remember different you know the walks Clayton and I used to do walking around together, or the the different social events we used to have there, and you know, especially in the innovation campus, we've got the two solar decathlon houses there ready for us, and Zeal or Flame to get ready on my wedding day. So that was like you know. I have that real connection to these buildings and these places because I have such good memories here um, that, you know, they, they're just big parts of my life and I'll always look back happily on, on those places and the people that I met there. And it's not just the two of you meeting each other, it's the friends you made at UOW. You know, Clayton, you said those people that you met on Campus East in your first week and in Eng 101, they were in your wedding. What do you think it is about UOW that helps form those close bonds? Those those guys are my family. Like, so that's a big thing at moving from out west to here is that you don't have, you're not connected to your family quite as closely as you were because you can't just, you know, go and tap them on the shoulder and have a conversation. Um so those guys that I built those relationships with, um, they're brothers to me. I'd do anything for them. And um, we ended up living together. I ended up working together with those two guys as well. So we graduated during the global financial crisis, which there wasn't very many jobs going. And um, I managed to get a job first. And then I got a couple of months later, another one of my mates a job at the same place. And um, and then, yeah, a few months after that, we got the, the last guy a job there. And so all three of us were living together and working together. And, um, yeah, I like it, if it wasn't for those opportunities to kind of bump into each other, um, you know, I never would have met them and I wouldn't have those sort of relationships that I have today where I can rely on them for anything. And, um, yeah, and they're, they're great. Like, um, so that's why this Saturday just being like a couple of days ago, it was so good to be able to catch up with them and see them again and, see their partners. Coming here, I, I think I was locked in pretty early, like fell in love with the location. And I ended up working in the local industry here. And then I moved away up towards uh, Byron Bay for about a year and a half, working at a sugar mill up there. And yeah, I found myself coming back here. So, and it almost felt like I didn't leave. leave. Like, and I think that's when you know it's home, right? Like you come back and it's just, you pick up everything straight away. And Wollongong's definitely home for me. And the campus as well. Like, it, it was very bizarre coming back older and, you know, you're not a young, you know, fresh out of high school student walking around. But it doesn't change anything sort of thing. Like, you still have the same connections to all the the people that are here. Now it's just a bit different in that I might be the one lecturing or tutoring. It's just nice having a sort of place that we felt comfortable. So from the, you know, the day we met, well, 
around the time that we met, you know, I felt like I could talk to him and we had the, the space and the the friends around us that supported it as well. So it might not have been, you know, the early days where I was too nervous just to talk to him one-on-one. We had other friends there that, you know, joined in the conversations and they became great friends too, you know. We've got friends from, unfortunately, they've had to move back overseas, but, you know, we, we still, you know, Skype with them every time we can. And it, it's it was just been a really good place to make friends that are at the same stage as li- in life as you were too. So the SBRC was great because we had... We were all doing our PhD, so we were all studying. Everyone knew what that was like. Um, so it was really good to have the opportunity to sit down and chat at lunch or go out for dinner or whatever it was. And it just gave me the chance to meet the man I was going to marry. So that was really lucky. And then the solo Cathlon just gave us even more of those really good connections, people that were passionate about the same thing we were. And it gave us the opportunity to meet those sort of people. And they're the people that are really good friends to us as well. So I've still got good friends from the first Solar Decathlon, uh, friends from this one as well that we still get in touch with as often as we can. And, you know, they came to our wedding as well and they're just really good friends that, you know, you still want to know how they're doing and they'll still be there if you ever want someone to talk to and to reminisce about our, you know, days at the uni bar or, you know, wandering around campus or this event or that event that we tried to, <laughs> that we tried to run sometimes successfully. Yeah, just great people that, you wouldn't have met any other any other place, really. So where would you be if you hadn't come to UOW in the first place? Well, we wouldn't be married for one. Well, maybe we would have. No, I, d- I don't know. I Like, I came to UOW to do a management degree because I had no idea what I wanted to do. And, you know, I sat in, I read about the supply chain management course and thought yeah that sounds like something I might be interested in and from from doing the first introductory course I just set and it set the rest of my career in motion as well and I UOW is one of the only places in Australia that teaches supply chain management so I wouldn't have got that anywhere else I wouldn't have found something that I'm passionate about and interested in and, and you know managed to convince me to do a PhD in as well like I I definitely wouldn't have found this anywhere else and I certainly wouldn't have done the solar decathlon anywhere, which would have opened up, which has opened up so many extra doors. Um, I wouldn't have met Clayton. I wouldn't have met half the friends that I have today. I, I don't know where I'd be, <laughs> to be honest. Probably stuck at a desk job somewhere with, with pretty boring experiences behind me. Yeah, I've got no idea either. Like it's, I think like I was always destined to be an engineer. I always wanted to do engineering for, for, for many, many, many years. I think this was just the perfect location and the perfect university to kind of offer it. There's no other university that even ranked remotely close on my list of places to come. Um, and the fact that I was able to actually make that decision with my, my friends that I grew up with as well, that we all came to that exact same conclusion that this is the place that we wanted to be. And, you know, some of my, my mates went to Canberra, other mates went out to Wagga, and then we came, all us engineers, we came here. So, yeah, I wouldn't trade it for anything. We Are UAW is brought to you by the University of Wollongong. This episode was co-produced by myself, Lizzie Jack and Grace Golash. Thank you so much to Dr. and Dr. Emily and Clayton McDowell for sharing their love story. If you want to learn more about the Solar Decathlon, just Google Team UOW Solar Decathlon or visit desertrosehouse.com.au. 
If you liked this episode, there's plenty more amazing stories of UOW connections available. So make sure you follow and subscribe to We Are UOW wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a rating and a review and make sure to tell your friends about us. We also love to hear about the connections made or fostered at the University of Wollongong. If you've got a story worth sharing, email us at weareuow at uow.edu.au or share your stories online with the hashtag weareuow. Next time on We Are UOW, a couple of teenagers meet working at Jamboree Action Park before following each other into teaching degrees at UOW. 17 years and two kids later, they basically have not had a day apart since. Some mutual friends of ours were like, finally, you're going to go out now? We both looked at each other and said, okay. And then that was that. (laughs) That's next time. Thanks for listening.